7 p.m. on a Sunday, Boston, Massachusetts. Hey guys, I got some news, some terrible news. We got a huge problem. I feel like we could do a podcast and it would be a million times better than whatever that drivel was we were listening to. What the hell is a podcast? What is that? The future of radio, you jabronis. Hey yo, and welcome to the Always Sunny Cast. I'm your co-host Eric. And I'm co-host Ross. And this is the podcast where we take It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia and we split it open like a coconut. Talk about the nitty gritty, we go episode by episode and scene by scene and we break it all down and we sort of discuss what's funny about it. We look up references and we just basically, uh, I don't know, do what all the other podcasts about TV shows do and talk about the episode. And more importantly, Eric, we say yes. We do say yes. We, we say, say yes. yes to the experience. It's it's a miracle that we're not dead men at this point. <laughs> <laughs> the amount of times we said yes when we should not have said yes, it's like we, we should be dead men. On the side of the road. <laughs> like an animal. Like an animal, yeah. We either should be a rug or a... <laughs> a soup. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, Ross. Yes, let's let's let's. Uh, uh, we got no business up top, right? We can just no business. Yeah, yeah. Screw business. Who cares? Today we're talking season six, episode eleven. The gang gets stranded in the woods. Original air date is December second, two thousand ten. Written by Scott Motter and Rob Roselle, with a story by Love Rocky and Russ. What's the IMDb summary? Things go awry as the gang travels to Atlantic City for a charity benefit. While Frank, D, and Mac try to survive in the woods, Dennis and Charlie hitch a ride to the city and have the night of their lives. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That is correct, IMDb. You got it. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah, uh, they killed it. Very succinct. And Russ, this was episode was written in 2010, so you got anything that could maybe tie in to what was going on in the world? Yeah, well, in the spirit of benefiting animals, I thought I would shine a light on some of the things that PETA was doing in 2010. Great. Uh, um, they shut down a, a lab that was testing on, like, hundreds of dogs and, like, oh, hundreds dogs. of cats. Dogs and yeah. cats? The, the, th- the uh, lab shut at the doors. And then they got after Nike for, like, animal selling yeah. animals and trading animals. And they shut that down. Okay. Um, and then they uh, did a thing where they k- stopped NASA from conducting experiments with, like, radiation on monkeys, <laughs> which sounds crazy. Yeah, you can make a super monkey. Yeah. You know, some know. sort of radioactive monkey causing havoc. Sounds kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, of course it's cool, but yeah. <laughs> Flash to actual King Kong in real life. Well, nice. There's a nice tie-in, yeah, because there is an animal charity event here. Yeah. Nice tie-in. Uh, well, I think we're ready to start, Ross. I can, I, I'm glad you decided to podcast, even though you're completely covered in all those lesions. It's still nice <laughs> to see you uh, making making the effort tonight. Yeah, and I see you're wearing your Crocs as well. <laughs> yeah, of course. All right, cold open, 3.30 p.m. on a Saturday somewhere in Jersey. The first time it has not been Philadelphia. Philadelphia, This yeah. is the first time. It's somewhere in Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> not even New Jersey or anything. That's how, you describe, <laughs> that's how you describe any location in Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> yes, somewhere in Jersey. On the road in a Cadillac, Dennis D., Frank, and Mac discuss how they are on their way to a animal rights convention before crashing into a ditch. So Mac thanks Frank for this. Yeah, it's an opportunity of a lifetime. Yeah, this is Frank's doing, his 
you know, this is they're going because of Frank. We get to it that he made this large donation, so they were yeah. able to go to this uh, annual charity event where Mac is going to have the opportunity to meet Chase Utley. Right. Yeah. That's, and that's Dee is going to have the opportunity to meet Ryan Howard. Right. Yes. Yeah. She's, she's going. And but right at the beginning up here, at the beginning when the scene starts, Dennis mm-hmm. wants to fiddle with some creatures, some exotic <laughs> animals and stuff. To say fiddle. <laughs> yeah. You know. And and then Max like, yeah, of course I have them there. I think the idea <laughs> of animal rights is to not be fiddling with them. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> like, to not have animals to fiddle with. Right. They're not there to like amuse you and to fiddle. They already with. don't get the concept. <laughs> Yeah, I think like right up top. Rights. I think it's like a subtle, just like they're still thinking of animals as like you know like objects, objects. Because Max, like, of course they'll be there, and of course with all the money that Frank has given this place, they could they could have built their own zoo. <laughs> and of course, Max chimes in that zoos are prisons, so he's been yeah. reading up. Yeah, he's been boning up because you know he wants something to have in common with uh, Chase. You know. Chase is this, a big uh, animal rights guy. I mean, this is huge for Mac. No, we know about Mac and Chase Utley. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is like this is yeah, it. This is the opportunity. It's of gonna happen. Time. Yeah, it's like gonna happen. But he also said that about like a radio show contest. <laughs> rather, <laughs> remember that? Wait, what? What? What is? Oh, remember the big opportunity. Yes, <laughs> yeah, the major opportunity of uh, shooting the the the, the shot hockey of, puck. The hockey yeah. puck. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. This is where we get, you know, we we sort of get a little bit of the, to remind us, oh yeah, Chase Utley with all the letters, and he's probably on a list somewhere, so Dennis doesn't think there's any way he's getting anywhere near. But you know, we do find out later, spoiler at the end, that he would have, because he says Mac, right? Yeah, he's excited to meet Mac. So it's it's curious, we could talk about it later, but it's curious if, if Chase Utley obviously doesn't know that this is that Mac. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Right. He doesn't actually meet Mac. But even if he did, he was willing to. You know what I mean? He was willing right. to Right. He was Mac. a good sport. Yeah. Yeah. So D's going after Ryan Howard, like you said. That's So Mac's going after Chase Utley, and D's going after Ryan Howard. And why not? She's a hot, hot single lady. He's a hot single man. Makes <laughs> sense. Hot. D, you're pregnant as shit. <laughs> Which is like kind of fucked so up. Mean. Saying, yeah. Mean and kind of like, what? Pregnant ladies aren't attractive? Like, of course they are. Yeah. Like, it's just like a crazy, like, uh, you know, and the term pregnant as shit is <laughs> <laughs> funny. <laughs> That's awesome. Frank's shortcut sucks. We should say that, the, 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 yeah, they're, all, they're not on a main road. They're like going through some sort of wooded kind of trail, or, I guess. Yeah, I guess this was uh, shot in Griffith Park in California. Oh, okay. Uh, how, how, weird, weird, how do you know that? You watched the commentary? Yeah, I did watch the commentary. Nice. Uh, you know, that always screws up my trivia game, which... Yeah, it always throws me off when they actually do a commentary for an episode because yeah. uh, I checked, like, last minute and I found out, like, a half hour before we're recording this. <laughs> well, good. It's fresh in your mind. Yeah. Uh, well, Russ, this is a little bit of info I found here is that if you traveled the entire length of the Atlantic City Expressway, the toll would have been $3.75. So that's how much he's skipping. Then or now? Then or that, like Spaceballs. When will then be now? I, I, don't, I, I, I don't know. I, I, this is just from the Always Sunny wiki. Someone added that under trivia. Okay, okay. That makes sense. Are about $3.75. Yeah, so it's really nothing. <laughs> yeah, like... <laughs> Less like than a Dennis dollar for paid, each of them. Dennis could have paid for it. Like, anyone else yeah. could have paid for it. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Any of them would have opted to pay for it. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. But what's he going to do? Give all his money to some toll jockey? Don't you mm. love that term, toll yeah, jockey? Yeah, I never heard that one. I think I, I think I have heard that. I feel like I, I've heard toll jockey. I mean, there <laughs> is no toll people anymore, right? Uh, I think they still exist in some locations, but not regularly. Yeah, because no. everyone's got the pass and shit. They just mm-hmm. kind of... Electronic yeah. thing, and this is where uh, this is where Mag shouts out "Squirrel" and pulls Frank's steering wheel, and then opening credits, the gang is stranded in the woods. Uh, it's not. It's 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 the gang does get stranded in the woods. It's not really the gang is stranded in the woods. It's a fraction of the gang. That's true too. It could have been like the gang goes to Atlantic City. Yeah, yeah, or or yeah. the gang meets Chase Hotley or something. Yeah, the gang is somewhere in Jersey. I think it would have uh, actually. I think my title would have been like more like goal oriented. Like like they were trying to go somewhere and they didn't really get somewhere. So that's like kind oh, of the, the joke, you know. The the gang attends a charity function. Yeah, something like that. Mm. Like they need to. They need an endpoint that they obviously don't really get to. Uh, and you know the stranded and and this is a great episode. This is no doubt a great funny episode. This is a fun and, one. And, and by the way, this is one of the longest episodes. Did you notice that? Yes. They it, talked about that because I guess um, their the season debut this season yeah, uh, uh-huh. did so well airing that they had to like ask for extra time and because of those reviews they got the extra time they didn't but, really have to cut anything for uh, when they released it on air but you know in syndication obviously it's cut down Ross literally the exact information that I have <laughs> basically word for word. Uh, nice. <laughs> I did not read anything. That was all. That literally is basically worth it, even <laughs> ending with the syndication thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is a pr- it's a long episode. It doesn't feel that long, though. It, it, I felt like there's other episodes we have that feel longer. They don't have to cut anything. I think that's why it doesn't feel that long. I do like this episode. It's very funny. No shade in the episode. But the stranded in the woods part is the weakest part of the episode. I think so, too. We get so much more fun and exploration with Charlie and Dennis. Yeah, I yeah I, I I agree. So it's it's always interesting because you know like we we've talked about this before. There's an A story and a B story, and it's always interesting what they name. I would call the strand in the woods the B story. Absolutely, it's just interesting what they name the episode. Which part of the ep- like the episode they name it after? Mm-hmm. Just like D. Reynolds shaping America is such a strange <laughs> epi- name like for that episode. Like backseat, yeah. Oh yeah, it's one of the episodes that uh, doesn't take place in the bar, like whatsoever. Yeah, and there's a few. They they come and go, but yeah, there is no... Up until the season, we don't get too many. Yeah, there's no check-in. There's no, like, like center that right, they Right, regrouping at the bar. Yeah. So after the opening credits, with the car stuck in a ditch in the middle of the woods, the gang argues for a bit until Dennis and Charlie go looking for help. And wh- what the hell? Don't you think Max should have let Frank mash it? Mash the squirrel? <laughs> should let him <laughs> mash it. It's just a dumbass squirrel. <laughs> Mash it. <laughs> it's a sunny word. <laughs> yeah, it really is. Uh, yeah, just a dumbass squirrel. But Mac wants him not to to say that stupid shit when they're at the show. Don't you think? he says that stupid shit, like the way he like yeah. dismisses what Frank's saying at the charity <laughs> event. Because uh, uh, Frank can't wait to make his speech. He's gonna get up there and lace into these liberal nutjobs. Yeah, I, so yeah, so we get the crux of, so this is kind of like where it's revealed, the crux of what Frank's plan, I guess, is. Yeah, like we what get his doing. angle. His angle, exactly, that's the term, that's the always sunny term for it, his angle. Where did this come from? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, Frank does like to throw his money around in very weird ways. That's true. And 
this is one of them. Yeah. And it's really just to throw hate back at, like, PETA. But it's not PETA. It's like an MSPCA type place. It's like a... That's true, too. It's not I think PETA. it's just, like, animal rights people, I think. I mean, heaven forbid people not want, like, sentient beings to be treated cruelly. You know what <laughs> I mean? These liberal nut jobs who don't want harm to living beings. You know what I mean? I right, right. So, yeah, let's reveal here what Frank is doing. And it is such a funny angle. I mean, it's a hilarious thing to do, like, in a way, you know? Like a yeah. Big, like a prank, I guess. You know, it's to make a mockery of their cause. He says he, animals should be food, rugs, <laughs> and trophies. Food, Why do you think I'm wearing this leather suit? <laughs> yeah. Food, rugs, and trophies. Yeah. He, but he, you know, he's he's going to do some speech where he lays into him, but he did donate a shit ton of money. So they right. win. <laughs> no matter what. <laughs> no matter what. I mean, yeah. And, you know, yeah, he's got this leather suit on. Like, how would you describe this suit? It looks like red leather. Katie Does it look reddish to you or brown? I don't know. Katie says she doesn't think it's real. Oh, I mean, it doesn't seem it. It looks like pleathery, and especially later we get some sort of, like, discoloration and, like, yeah. fadedness on when he has that torch. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. It's, it's so fun, but it is such a funny idea. A, that's like something like in an improv scene, you'd like all of a sudden be like, oh, why do you think I'm wearing oh, yeah. a leather suit? Like <laughs> right. a leather suit is such a crazy idea. You know what I mean? This <laughs> <laughs> is such a crazy thing. Uh, and they, we should say, we didn't mention, but they're all in tuxedos. That's the right. Men. They're like to the nines, right? Yeah. These are, these are like very high class. Yeah. We, we Charlie hasn't popped out yet, but. Mac and and Dennis are in tuxedos. Dee's in like a, a black and white dress. Frank is like looks so odd. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like when he goes to this thing, like he, you know what I mean? Like he doesn't fit in with them, like because he's in like a brown, red leather. Well, I think he's trying to make a statement here with the uh, animal suit. I know, of course, know, but, but like, like he bought it, them tuxedos, right? I mean, I ge- I guess, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I don't think they have the cash to go buy tuxedos. <laughs> I mean, How much do you think a tuxedo costs? I, I have no clue. I have no clue. And I got to say, when Katie and I are watching this, I got to say the tuxedo, you know, it, it's not that great looking. Like a, a nice suit looks way better. I think you're right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it, it's and you got to like it's hard to pull off. Like when Dennis doesn't have the jacket on, it doesn't look good. It doesn't look as good as it can be because Charlie, lo- I think, looks good, but it's because yeah. it's suit-like, you know? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's interesting. I think I, you're I right. Know. I think you can do more with the suit. Yeah. And they just look better. I think they just look better. They just, like, look, make mm-hmm. you look up here. But, I mean, I mean, you got to be like James Bond to pull off a tuxedo, and I think that's mm-hmm. it. <laughs> <laughs> James Bond and Charlie. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so, yeah, they're, they're all dressed up, and... It's revealed that he's there with the leather suit, but D D makes some reference here too that she thought it was plastic. She just assumed that was plastic suit. <laughs> who wears plastic? I, I thought she, you know, I thought her reply was going to be who wears a leather suit. I thought it was what she was going <laughs> to say. Like, yeah, that's true. Uh, there's no cell phone service. Dennis has, no, mm. you know, says you know cell phone, and you can see Mac in the back trying his cell phone too. Yeah, and this no one, I love how Mac walks up and just opens the. They casually open the trunk. And we, it's revealed that Charlie's in the trunk with his hands bound in, <laughs> in like a bag over his head like he's been kidnapped or something, which is like seems unnecessary. Like, can't he just be in the trunk? Well, that's interesting you bring that up. He doesn't like to, to travel. Remember and the uh, gang hits the road? 
Of course. Like, leaving Philadelphia terrifies him. So of course, yeah. I guess the idea was they were going to trick him, like, uh, kidnap him. Like, right. they were, like, forcing him to do this, you know? <laughs> it's kind of like a against-your-will thing. It's happening whether you like it or not. I understand that. I understand that. But what I don't understand is the bag on the head. Because they're not hiding their identities <laughs> or where true. they're going. Yeah, he does know where they're going. <laughs> he, they just need him in the trunk so he doesn't jump out. Right. So he doesn't even need to be. His hands, even, his hands doesn't even really need to be tied either. I mean, <laughs> he yeah, he doesn't need to be tied up or the, put in the trunk and the, with the, the bag, bag over is, his head. Uh, the back is a hundred percent overkill. <laughs> <laughs> but it is funny. Uh, it is funny, and they they look. It looks like a movie, kind of, doesn't it? Because they're in the suits yeah. and like the looks way like he's about to get killed or something. And just the way, just the way he pops open the trunk all casual. It's like a Tarantino movie or something. Yeah, I had that feeling. Charlie's freaking out. You know, he is freaking out, which is true. You know what I mean? Like, they were worried he was going to freak out, and he is freaking out. Yeah, surprise. Charlie wonders, uh, are we in Atlantic City? Yeah, he wants to know if they got there yet, but no, they they had a bit of an accident. <laughs> but, you know, as Charlie's freaking out, Dennis, isn't it weird Dennis's weird positive thing here? This is part of the adventure. Yeah, he, he likes this. Yeah, he's like kind of like, it's all right, Charlie, don't worry. This is all part of it. This is all part of the adventure. It's no big deal. And... It's a pretty good tactic, I think, to calm someone mm. down like that. You I, yeah, I mean? think, well, he's the one that convinced, I think, Charlie to get in the back of the trunk to do yeah. this. So yeah. I think he's like, try- he knows how to play Charlie like this. Well, this is, a pro- this is no uh, adventure to Frank. Frank would rather be in a <laughs> private jet. That's an adventure. Then why did you pay for a private jet? Okay, so it's 80 miles, right? Mm-hmm. It's a waste of money, which, yeah, you would think it's got to be. Sure. How long? Of a, and it's, they, they're claiming it's like a forty-five minute ride. Like, how long of a plane ride is that? Twenty minutes? Maybe less. That's a waste. Of, Frank's right. That's a waste. <laughs> Frank's of right. Money. Yeah, that would be a waste of money. <laughs> and he's and Frank isn't saying like he's just saying a private jet is like well, he's not saying like they should have done it this time. You know what I mean? Right. Is this Chekhov's private jet? Is this the first Chekhov's private jet? I think you're right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it does come back in a big way. They mentioned a private jet at the beginning. We gotta see one at the end. Bad stuff always happens when you leave Philly. Everybody mm-hmm. knows that. That's just a thing. Bad stuff always happens. And look at this. trees, trees are everywhere. Trees. What, is this <laughs> what the place? hell is this place? Am I right? <laughs> uh, I, I think he said that exact same thing. Bad shit happens when you leave Philly. Oh, and then the, previously, oh, yeah. I think so, or something very similar. Well, Dennis suggests that okay, well, let's, let's all relax and let's just go walk. We'll go walk around. We'll go walk down. We'll look for help. But Dean obviously doesn't want to do that. Frank doesn't want baby to do that. Baby on board. Yeah, baby on board. Frank doesn't want to do that because the suit's chafing him. <laughs> and Mac's going to hang back and polish his glove. Oh, your glove? <laughs> what is your end game in this? This is good acting like to repeat <laughs> your glove. You know what right. I mean? You're, like to be like confused by it. Like your first time you're hearing it, you know? Your glove. Mm-hmm. Like, And what is your end game is a great... Like, and <laughs> what, like, what's so wrong with him wanting to have a catch with Chase? I, I think Dennis senses that he wants more from Chase. What is it? Well, what does Mac want? I mean, I don't know. Maybe uh, a close friendship. Even Charlie here says, like, he, you're not going to have a catch with Chase. Like, I, it's weird <laughs> for Charlie to even, like, jump on that. It seems too mean for him. Yeah, to shut his dream down like that. Yeah. So then as Dennis and Charlie are walking down the road discussing saying yes to new situations, they spot a parked truck. Does the air taste weird here, or is it just me? 
No, it's just you. Listen, I know you're going through a lot of anxiety right now, but you got to understand we're both in uncharted waters here, wouldn't you say? Hey, listen, would you consider me a pretty methodical person, wouldn't you? Yeah, like a serial killer. <laughs> serial killer. I like that. I like that. He says. <laughs> the acting is so good like the, <laughs> the laugh when he's a serial right like, right you know what i mean because it's like a forced laugh like play it cool play it cool you know what i mean kind of like oh it's so funny like and it's so and okay let me i'm gonna read something here from imdb trivia Ross. a little tease this is not the game but it this is from imdb trivia okay okay at around four minutes dennis and charlie are walking you can tell this is a stupid thing because there's no periods or commas or anything. I'm just going to read it with the way it's written. Please. At around, parentheses, four minutes, Dennis and Charlie are walking. Charlie says to Dennis he's like a serial killer. A big fan theory is Dennis is a serial killer. Ross, is that trivia? That's a no-no. Uh, but yes, so Dennis, we all know Dennis is a psychopath. I mean, it's been slowly getting there when we haven't really hit full psychopath yet but what we're, we're close oh yeah <laughs> but like later on when we learn like he has like files and all the gang and like manipulates charlie like 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 all kinds of crazy you know what i mean all that crazy stuff like you find yeah that, that's an intense episode i think <laughs> the, right the fi- yeah yeah they, this, the gang gets analyzed yes the gang gets analyzed that's what i was trying to think of and so ba- basically the basically what Dennis is saying here to Charlie is to stay open to new situations, to say yes to things as they happen. And yeah, yeah. Hey, let me show you something. Look. <laughs> now, Dennis rubs off a little bit of foundation. Well, yeah, he's always wearing a lot. To a reveal. Bit. I mean, yeah. Yeah, he's always got a base. <laughs> he got a base going. <laughs> and <laughs> To and reveal a uh, hickey. Yeah, which, which Charlie refers to as a lesion. <laughs> yeah. It's not a lesion. Yeah, and don't uh, don't girls like stop our age don't do hickeys though. Oh no, no they don't. Young <laughs> ladies do though. No, no, he Dennis says he met an extremely young lady. Like, <laughs> I don't like the way he says extremely young. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, extremely young. Like, that, that, that means like she's like I guess eighteen. As if he's saying he's checking IDs, then if you're saying extremely young, then yeah. The lowest you can go <laughs> for someone that owns an ID, I think. Yeah, and then you're checking IDs, and that's like legal, I guess, would be. Mm-hmm. But still, that's like crazy. It's still crazy. Yeah, they could always have a fake ID, too. Or just like still, like an 18 year old. Like, what could you have? Dude, yeah, that's nuts. Well, well, yeah, for me, like, I'm, how I'm could like you? <laughs> old, yeah, 40. like, how, well, how could I even like commute? Like, we probably speak two different languages. Like, I don't even know how you could even talk to someone. Like, <laughs> exactly. They would never understand any of your res- references. And I love how Charlie even goes, like, weird. Like, he, like, is weird. Like, yeah. Uh, he's yeah, not into weird. it. No, he's not into it. Oh, no, weird. But no, he, no, no she was legal. He checked out. He checked out. He always checks ideas. But the point is, you know, what he's saying is that oh, he oh he explains his story here of how it, how he got the hickey. A little bit of how they met. Yeah, and wouldn't you love like he tells a story about how he got caught in a thunderstorm, and he ducked into a movie theater and caught a matinee. Like, what kind of life do you live where <laughs> it starts raining and you duck into it? And t- like, wouldn't you love to live a life like that? Like that means you had nothing else to do, and you just didn't want to get rained on. You just yeah, you just happened to be walking by. Like you weren't going anywhere. You right. weren't. 
like it was just you just walking and it mm-hmm. rained, so you saw a movie. Like mm-hmm. that is like I would love to live like that. I mean, that's like the dream. I think. I mean, yeah, I would love to have the free time for that. <laughs> yeah, just like and just the spontaneity. Remember that time we were. Uh, in line for Pete Holmes. Oh, yeah. I think about that all the time. And that guy that was running in full running gear <laughs> asked what was going on tonight at the Paradise in Boston. He heard it was Pete Holmes and then just hopped in line. <laughs> <laughs> in now, full running gear. Ross, that happened, right? It's yeah, that believe. happened. Like, are we remembering that wrong? Or is that no, what happened? No, that's what happened. Because that's what it seemed like happened. Like, a guy was literally out jogging for the night, ran by a big line. <laughs> What's going on? Pete Holmes, he got in line. Did he know Pete Holmes or like? I would imagine he had to have been a fan. But you didn't know this was happening, and you just happened to be running by. That'd be like you that happens sometimes. By. Sometimes, uh, like oh, I just missed so and so last week. You know, I guess maybe, but I don't know. It's always strange to me too. These people that jog in Boston, like where the hell do you live that you're jogging by the Paradise? I guess they live in Boston, but I mean, do they have to tr- like run on the busiest roads? No, <laughs> but they do. They, do. they choose to do that. That's a choice. <laughs> they want people to see them running. But yeah, so uh, yeah, just say yes. Just just like he went to a movie theater. He just said yes to it. He saw this young lady, and that's how he got this very sexual. It's <laughs> <laughs> very sexual hickey. <laughs> he's like he. I think he's still messed up from Charlie calling it a lesion. I think mm-hmm. that like really bothered him. Right. He's trying to put more emphasis on how positive <laughs> the hickey is. This wonderful and very sexual hickey. Uh, and so Charlie says, "Okay, I get it." So just always say yes. Well, no, I don't always say yes. That's absurd. I would be a dead man, wouldn't I? <laughs> I would be a dead man, wouldn't I? <laughs> There's something about that that is so funny. Now, that would be my line of the episode, although this it's, it's like my second. I would be a dead man, wouldn't I? Like, <laughs> something's always like weird about that phrasing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like, what would he have done? Like, what, what would have happened? Like, I uh, <laughs> uh, oh shit, dude! Look at that truck right there. Yeah, there's a there's a tractor trail that's parked. So they they walk over and see what's going on. And what do you say in this scenario, Charlie? Oh yeah, he kind of gets in front of him when he does this. He like, yeah. kinda, like he's like coaching him through it. Presents the uh, opportunity. And yeah. Now he's testing him like a trial. Let's see what right. happens. And we say yes to this. We say yes. So they walk up to it. They got a guy sleeping here out the window. Mm-hmm. Um. Get anything on this guy? Yes. This guy is Tom Sizemore. He plays trucker. He was born 1961 from Detroit, Michigan. He was a natural-born killers, Big Trouble, Crash, Entourage, Hawaii Five-0, Shooter, and uh, recently in the Twin Peaks reboot. He's in, nice. like, a ton of stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this guy's all over the place. He's a great actor. Oh, my goodness. This dude steals the whole episode. And he, you know what? This guy doesn't really even do comedy. Really? Yeah. He does, like, serious stuff. Oh, man. I, I don't know how you, like, th- th- there's tons of bloopers from this episode. Like, oh, I know. <laughs> and he's I, in most of them. <laughs> I mean, he, it's so hard to keep it together. The shit he's saying is so... The right. way he's acting too, it's the acting that's like it, it's, it's so like good. the things he has to say is like it's kinda hard to get through. It's like <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, they knock on the door here, they wake up this truck driver mm-hmm. and uh they explain the situation and he says, you know, he can call in a tow truck and come down there, but he's actually on his way out right now and they could hitch a ride with him if they want. Where are you headed? Well, 
Atlantic City. What a coincidence. Now, uh, their goal was not to get to Atlantic City. No, their to get goal help. was to get help, which he offered to do. Mm-hmm. And they did not. They, they didn't even say, like, yeah, call the tow truck and we'll go with you. Right. They just, like, left. <laughs> they, yeah, they kind of leave the gang behind. Yeah, they just, like, compl- like how, did they think that the gang was ever going to make it to Atlantic City? Like, are they just going to do this on their own? Um, They were doing this on their own. It's cr- they, <laughs> they're cr- screwing the gang right now yeah. to say yes to this opportunity. Yeah, it's, uh, but I mean, come on, just, like, at least call, have them call a tow truck for crying out loud. Oh, I know. <laughs> So back in the woods at the car, D, Mac, and Frank discuss being hungry until they split off to find food. Yeah, they've been starving themselves to the buffet, so they're all very hungry. Mac D- is uh, oiling his glove. Yeah, he's lubing up his glove here. Uh, his glove here. I don't. I, isn't that? Uh, I, I never really played baseball. I certainly never oiled a glove. Have you? No, I've never oiled a glove. You should. <laughs> it sounds like a euphemism. <laughs> yeah, it does. Uh, um. No, I've never oiled a glove, but like I, I would sometimes like get a baseball, uh, put it in the glove, and like rubber band it. Oh, okay. Make it like form a shape, like a pouch. Yeah, that's cheating. You know, it's a frown upon. <laughs> yeah, it's like forking <laughs> a bat. Uh, D and Mac are both woozy. They're feeling woozy. Mac's been starving himself for a few days to get that <laughs> gaunt, angular, you know, athletic look. Right. He wants to impress Chase. Right. Yeah. So he's thinking, okay, we'll go into the forest and we'll find food. Now, we're gonna. I'll go through all the as we go through what the gang is doing, all the steps of how in over their heads they are, like what they expect to accomplish mm-hmm. when they say we'll go find food in the forest. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, can you imagine if you? No, and I've watched like survival <laughs> TV shows and. Yeah, I wouldn't even begin to like, and they've only been there for like. 10 minutes, I don't know, <laughs> 15 minutes. <laughs> they haven't been there for a long time. Even if they like... were there an hour, it's not a big deal. <laughs> uh, this is where Frank spots a rabbit mm-hmm. and pulls out his handgun. You know, he's always got the thing. <laughs> he always got that thing handy. <laughs> he's not afraid to use it. Uh, he pulls out his gun, and but no, Mac is like, no, no killing animals. We're not doing that. We're not Because we're going to the, ch- he wants to impress Chase. He's still on that. But for Frank, Frank says it's wabbit season. He, and later on, he'll keep saying wabbit, too. He's Yeah, he sort of turns into, like, Elmer Fudd. Well, yeah, he's impersonating Elmer Fudd. Is, I guess it's just Frank having fun by saying wabbit. Right. Because that's, like, I don't know. Our younger listeners, I mean, there has to be people who have no idea who Elmer Fudd is, right? The Like an old Looney Tunes character? Right. He was always hunting uh, Bugs Bunny. And he would call Bugs He had this, like, weird accent. He would always call Bugs Bunny a wabbit. Yeah, you're right. Elmer Fudd is a Warner Brothers Looney Tunes uh, character, you know, always after Bugs Bunny. Yeah, that's his deal. And uh, that's so that, so Frank goes off to hunt the wabbit, and Mac, Mac grabs D and is like, come with me, we'll find some food. So Mac, like, takes D. Mm-hmm. So then we see Frank hunting the wabbit until he and the wabbit start having a moment. So, yeah, he's doing his Elmer Fudd impersonation here. Where are you, Wabbit? <laughs> it's like what Elmer Fudd would say. Yeah, I mean, it's literally Elmer Fudd. He sees the rabbit, cocks his gun, and the rabbit's gone. What the hell? Where'd you go? Here's it behind him. He turns around. Shit. How'd you do that? <laughs> <laughs> How'd you do that? Like, he's gonna... <laughs> he starts staring at the rabbit, and the rabbit's staring at him. And this is, this is, by the way, a huge rabbit and so calm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's huge. 
there's like music starts playing. I guess it. I I I don't. I guess it's Native American sounding ish. I don't even know if that's. I don't even feel comfortable no, saying. No, I, I that. think you're right. Yeah, you're right in saying that. Even though it's, it's probably super, wrong and what yeah. it actually is. Yeah, um, but it's like. But yeah, they're doing that to like do the um connection to Manti nature. Right. right. Yeah, and, and Frankie um, it says we're having a moment. We're having a moment here. They're, they're looking into each other's souls, <laughs> and then in the cab of the truck. Dennis and Charlie are getting a ride to Atlantic City, and the truck driver makes it clear he will not suck them or be sucked on <laughs> by them. By them. Yeah. You boys are uh, awfully dressed up. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, the tuxes. Sure, yeah. Well, we're on our way to Atlantic City for a charity event. You kind of threw me with those outfits. Yeah. Don't usually find lot lizards out in the wild. Yeah, you know what? I'm a little behind on my trucker terms. Uh, a lot lizard would be a uh... a lizard. You know, truck stop horse. I mean, no, oh, oh, no offense. No, man, <laughs> not taking because we're not horse. No, oh, yeah. no, we're not prostitutes. Definitely not a lizard. Hey, hey, hey. hey. your secret's safe with me. Don't worry, too. I'm not a cop. We're not. And I'm not going to judge it either. A man's got to make a living. And... Look at the way you do. I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. Oh, well, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. But not again, lizards, not though. prostitutes. Yeah. Save your seduction for someone else. <laughs> oh, God, do not tangle with lizards no more. No. Back in the day, sure, I would have indulged. Hell. I would have let you turn me into Swiss cheese. <laughs> I would have let you make me uh, make me into a mailbox. Just open the slot and put whatever you want inside. Uh, not no more. I got a wife now. So I will not suck you, and I will not be sucked on by you. Okay? That's it. I say 10 4. Yeah, okay. we read you loud and clear. And just to reiterate, we don't suck on people. We own a bar. You run a bar? Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. I'm sure you do. I'm sure you do. Yeah. yeah. How far are we from Atlantic City? It's a long ride. It's a long way from Atlantic City. Oh, long Still got a ways, huh? Yeah. I mean, this is like this is uh, so incredible. Like, it I is, mean, it's, it's obviously scene of the episode, right? I mean, yeah. I, I mean, it has to be. There's so much of this that is like just gold, just unbelievable. It's like nonstop funny. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like from the beginning to the end, like it's just <laughs> right. everything that is happening is funny. They explain why they're dressed up. That's what starts here. They're going to a charity event, and that's what that's what fooled him. But the outfit, the outfit's through. Uh, the ch- we'll, we'll, we'll later learn his name is Byron. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> but for now, he's Trucker. Trucker, yeah. This is what fooled him. Yeah, I don't usually see lizards out in the wild. Yeah, and this is where this is where uh, he's like lot lizards. He's kind of like, oh, I'm not familiar with trucker terms yeah dennis is not up to speed with his trucker terms <laughs> and there you know, he's like you know a lizard a truck stop whore and i love the whoa whoa, whoa. Oh, no oh, no <laughs> no offense no offense well there's no there's no offense taken because they're not prostitutes definitely not a lizard <laughs> not whores yeah uh <laughs> but it's cool By- byron's like it's cool secret is safe with me he's not a cop so don't worry and <laughs> you know he doesn't blame him so, you know, a man's gonna make a living and looking the way you do, I'm not surprised. Not surprised. The way he says that, I'm not surprised. <laughs> not he says it surprised. twice. Yeah. <laughs> looking the way you do, I'm not surprised. I appreciate that. But again, not lizards, though. <laughs> not prostitutes. <laughs> 
But you know, he makes it very clear that he he doesn't tangle with lizards anymore. <laughs> tangle. <laughs> Back in the day, yeah, sure. He we would let them turn him into Swiss cheese. <laughs> Just like <laughs> how do you like? I would I would be laughing. So I don't even know how I could keep. I it know together. it's like so awkward and uncomfortable. But <laughs> very funny. <laughs> Because it's a very make, tense moment at this point. <laughs> he says, I would have you make me into a mailbox. Just open the slot. And Louise says that. Just <laughs> open the slot. <laughs> and put whatever you want inside. <laughs> like, the acting here is off. Like, the, like the open And he does the, the arm thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the acting is like, you know, and like his later scene, too, is I think his acting is even up a notch. Mm-hmm. He's like just his body language and stuff that he's right, moving around. Right. It's so so good. He's like he's like fidgety, you know. <laughs> yeah, fidgety. Yeah. He's nervous. Uh, he's noticeably you, nervous. I would have you just open the slot. <laughs> <laughs> you put whatever you want inside. But he's got a wife now, so he will not suck. He goes, "I will not suck you or be sucked on." By you, he does this like pause and he spins his head around when he says "by you." <laughs> yeah, he turns and looks, and this whole time, like Charlie is like looking straight ahead. Yeah, like Charlie will not <laughs> take his eyes off the road <laughs> to, to show how uncomfortable he is. <laughs> it works so well, but it's cool. They own a bar. I mean, they own a bar, so sure you do. I'm sure you do. <laughs> and it turns out they are still a long way from Atlantic City. That's like the best mm. reply. How are we close? Long <laughs> way. Still a long way, huh? <laughs> like Dennis at the end. <laughs> In the woods, Dee and Mac come across a dead crow. Starts off with Mac eating grass. He took a page out of uh, Charlie's book and he's eating some grass. Because Charlie's a survivor. <laughs> <laughs> It's funny Mac that called Charlie a survivor. Like they like look upon Charlie like I don't know as like, like primitive like being. They like, like pity. And him. if he can sustain doing it, like I guess they could too. Yeah, like he's so low to them. Like he's so lowly <laughs> and, and, and pitiful that like if he you know, even he could do this. Like mm-hmm. I don't know, it's so funny how they look upon him. Even though they all like especially Mac has more or less the same upbringing. I mean your friends, they, they yeah. come from like the same place, like, and yeah, and D D shoots back with how Charlie's not an example of good health, which is true. Mm-hmm. I would say his teeth fall out pretty easily. That's one <laughs> problem he has that he has among many. <laughs> and his teeth like stop doing that. He's like taking them out, just easily removing them. Yeah, they come across a dead crow that's just kind of laying there, and well, D's not eating that. That's for sure. Whoa! Why not? Well, it's a it's a it's a trash bird. <laughs> I mean, it's I mean, <laughs> the like Mac is being like like does Mac is Mac being like a dickhead argument or does he actually not understand why you wouldn't eat this dead crow? I think um you know Mac is making the assumption. Well, that's a bird. Chickens are birds. Why? What's the difference? But he really doesn't know the difference because there is a difference. I mean, I'm sure there is a difference. I I don't know it personally. Well, well the I mean, difference would be like a, a a turkey that you eat is not like found dead in the forest from who knows what. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? That's like that's, that's what true she's too. Saying. It hasn't been decaying for days. Yeah, yeah, that's what she's saying. Is like, yeah, I'm not going to eat this. Not not because it's a a bird, a crow, but because it's laying here dead in the forest. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's a trash bird. It's a tr- it's a trash bird. So it probably died of Nobody a trash eats reason. A crow. <laughs> what would eats even a crow? Is what funny. would even be on a crow to eat? I mean, it would be like nothing, right? Yeah, it would be like a lot of sustenance. I don't think. 
what they're going to do is give this bird a proper burial, which is way over the top. <laughs> yeah, why would why, why does Mac think he needs to do this? I, I, I don't know. It's a weird subplot. Like, don't they always sort of feel like they have to give animals burials? They do like honor thing. other people that have died, like with the funerals and yeah. whatever. Well, Dee says a better idea. Dee's going to use it as bait to capture something a little higher in the food chain, and then she's going to eat that. Not a, Not bad, a bad idea. idea. I mean, if you're going to do the hunting thing, yeah, you got to... Yeah, you can do the hunting thing, but what do you, like, what do you think... You're going to catch an animal, skin it, cook it. It's so much work. Like, they you're not, like, you're not, like, on a, you're not on a desert island. You're, like, on a trail. <laughs> there was, like, there was a car path. You know? <laughs> yeah. You could just walk back to the, I mean, yeah, they could have walked back, too. <laughs> yeah. So that's when D, D goes off to get the blanket from in her, in the car to pick up the, the dead crow with. And Mac heads off to find Frank. So Mac finds Frank having a thing with a rabbit, and then D captures it. So, yeah, we start the scene here with Frank staring at the rabbit. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mac Mac comes up, and he sort of, like, gets in on this. You yeah. know what I mean? He's like, <laughs> yeah, he's, he's a, yes, oh, there you this. are. Uh, Frank is like, shh, I'm having a thing here with the rabbit. And, yeah, Mac's like, he's staring right at you. <laughs> We've been staring at each other for ten minutes. Ten minutes is so long. <laughs> yeah. The rabbit sees his soul, and Mac, Mac explains, yeah, that's what they do, and that's what that's the connection between man and beast. Like, I love how Mac yes-ands this. Yeah, that's a fact of nature. <laughs> fact of nature, yeah. Mac knows a lot of facts. <laughs> this is like a Mac-ism. Just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and D comes running up and jumps on top of the, the rabbit and traps it in, in the blanket. And but you we can't eat that rabbit because it has Frank's soul. That's that's that, what, that sort of what carries. Are you, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> that, that is a funny thing to walk into and not understand. Yeah, <laughs> as his soul. She wants Mac to just you know break its neck, but Mac would rather wring her neck for wanting to eat this rabbit. But you know what? Fine, I, I'll kill it. I'll eat it. I'll eat it myself. I'm gonna kill the shit out of it. What is, again, again, like, just killing it is there's so much more work that has to be done. Right. You don't even have yeah. knives. They have knives? They don't have anything to cook anything <laughs> with. This is like, <laughs> they have to, like, wash it probably, right? I mean, I don't know. I, would have, I wouldn't have the first idea. <laughs> do you know true. what I mean? I wouldn't yeah. know what the first thing to do would be. I guess kill it. I mean, I mean, not with Frank's gun. Like, Frank was going to shoot it. He'd, like, blow it apart. Blast it in pieces. <laughs> So then at a motel parking lot, Byron tries to get Dennis and Charlie to check his oil. Okay, this is us right here. Atlantic City. Great, yeah, thanks. No, we were hoping to be dropped off at a casino, though. This is just a motel. I know. I thought we were slipping to a room. And you check my oil oh no um what happened man no i'm sorry I, no. no shoot hell I, maybe i knew i wanted it when i i gave you the ride no 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 yeah, yeah you're better byron remember you changed byron you've changed you don't want this kind of thing anymore no i do want this kind of thing no you don't you, don't. you no. would not suck me in you would not um be, be sucked, sucked by, by us i take that back i don't mean that you I can't take that back i didn't mean any of those byron. things Remember, you said you love your wife. I do, I do, I do. Good. I do, but... but Good. I got cash in my pocket. I got desire in my heart. And I'm a frothing and a foaming. And I, I was thinking, hey, hey, I got an idea. What do you say? We slip into a room and you two split me open. 
Dennis, what are we saying? This we say no. We're going to say no. No, why? No, why? We, uh, it's just, it's oh, my God, dude, another killer. Look at the sword. Should lock my damn door. Should lock the door. I had to put Byron in both clips. I mean, they're the best parts of this episode. He deserves it. They come pulling. This, this, they come pulling in here. This is that where the acting is. I mean, the, you can hear the acting in his voice on the audio, but you got to see the stuff he's doing body language wise. It's so good. Yeah, he does like lip licks and like he takes the, his uh, hat off and runs. Yeah, he his takes head. his hat off like a uh, like he's um Pleading. like a man from nineteen fifty. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He runs his hand through his hair as he takes his hat <laughs> off and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> in the in the turns, the, like the deliberate turn to look. Uh, they pull into a motel, and Dennis is confused because they thought they were getting dropped off at a casino. I know. I thought we could slip into a room, you know? You could check my oil. Charlie goes, what happened, man? <laughs> like, when they're all confused. <laughs> he goes, what, what uh, happened, man? No, um, what happened, man? Uh, <laughs> no, I'm sorry. No, no. <laughs> You changed Byron. They start saying that. That's when they start using his name. <laughs> you changed Byron. You don't want like, this I kind do, of thing anymore. I, I do. I do want it. I do. Want no, you bad. don't. You would not suck me, and you would not um you suck be sucked by, by me. <laughs> <laughs> I take that back. I don't mean it. He's like, uh, uh, he, he takes his hat off. He starts. He gets like so serious. He takes his hat <laughs> off. We could just slip into a room, and you two could split me open like a coconut. He's just like coconut. The way he says coconut is so coconut. funny. Split you open like a coconut. Uh, and, and Dennis, Dennis wh- what do we say in this situation? <laughs> we say no. <laughs> why? <laughs> I like Byron's like, why? Yeah, like he, yeah. He's distraught over this. Poor guy. Yeah, he's a foaming, just... a foaming and a frothing. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds so desperate. Yeah, he's like crazy desperate. Yeah, he's like... <laughs> I got desire in my heart. <laughs> I cash in my pocket and desire in my heart. It's a great line. Yeah. But yeah, so they, 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 they distract him by saying, like, look over there. I think he's trying to say, look, another lot lizard or something. And they jump out. And it was weird here. Byron ends with, I should have locked my doors, which is a little like, uh. Yeah, it's it's a weak line. And plus, like, obviously, they could have unlocked their own doors. Like, you know how doors in a car work? And it's a little too rapey, kind of. You know what I mean? Like, lock lock the door so they can't get out? Like, whoa. That's too much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right. I didn't think of that. But That's what he's saying. I mean, By- Byron, like, you know. Well, obviously th- he had a plan. He stopped at a motel. Well, he, he's under the impression. He's still letting that, them make the choice. but Yeah, they got to make the choice. But he is under the, the impression that they're prostitutes still. Yeah, 100%. So he's kind of, like, confused about it in a way. That's why he's, yeah, like, he's why? like, you guys are prostitutes, but, like, why aren't. <laughs> Why aren't you being prostitutes? Like, <laughs> Yeah. So then at Harrah's Casino, Dennis and Charlie bet the last of their money and win. Uh, Harrah's Casino is a real casino. There's one yeah. in Philadelphia and Atlantic City. Right. So I think they're at the Atlantic City um, Harrah's, and well, uh, it I, looks pretty nice. In the show, they're at the Atlantic City, but I read that they're filming in the Philadelphia one. Oh, cool. That makes sense. Um, I never, I never been to a casino. You've been to a casino? Yes, I have. Today? Actually, I went there for Easter with the family. D- really? Yeah. Did you win anything? <laughs> I won three hundred dollars. <laughs> really? What yeah, I sat down at a slot machine for like an hour, and an I hour? just kept winning. My brother won like a few grand in an hour. Wow. I know. Must be nice. It was. <laughs> I don't know. I never been to one. 
I'm not, probably not going to go back for like another however long, but it's not my yeah. thing. But went in Rome. So yeah, there. This th- now this is the this is the scene that is cut out of syndication. This is what they're talking about. The extra scene. Oh yes, yes. And Dennis is saying sometimes the adventures they're not always good ones. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it happens. Uh, but Charlie sees the Charlie seen the positive. He 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 said yes, and now he's not afraid of truckers. Well, you know, if anything, you should be more afraid of truckers <laughs> now. But I do see your point. <laughs> but I do see your point. <laughs> that is such a great reasoning. Like Charlie said, he's not afraid of truckers. It's like, well, we had a bad experience, so you should be more afraid. I guess he's not afraid because he got away. I guess. Yeah, yeah. I guess that. Yeah, that's a good way to look at it. Yeah. And this is what Dennis realizes. Oh, he left his phone and his money in his coat, and those are in Byron's truck. Mm-hmm. So, what about Charlie? Charlie has any money? Yeah, put it all in black. Yeah, he puts like I don't. There's just no way they would let you just put cash on a table, right? I don't think so. No, I think they get have to so mad at you. They probably beat the sh- they probably beat the shit out of you. They get well, so I mad. I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> beat the shit out of you. So yeah, he puts his money down, puts it on black, and he it wins. All right, but that was lucky. That was just lucky, but he bets it again. He lets it ride. And he's saying yes to everything. And he said, you know, this is what he's saying. Dennis not saying our money. Right. But it's not. Yeah. <laughs> it's not our money. It's his money. He lost his money when he said no to the trucker. I, I love how Charlie's using this, like, yes to no thing to <laughs> against Dennis. Against Dennis, yeah. Uh, and, and Dennis had a good question. What, what, you want me to bang the trucker? <laughs> No, I mean, we go to a motel room, he passes out, dies, and we walk, walk away, away with an 18-wheeler. Free 18-wheeler. <laughs> <laughs> he passes out, he dies. <laughs> well, now they just look like they murdered a trucker. <laughs> and stole his truck, yeah. Yeah. He bets on Black, Black wins again, mm-hmm. and Dennis getting on board, all right, let it, let it ride. Let's do yeah. it. He's, he's going to see this adventure out. We do have a credit right here for Casino oh, Dealer. He's played oh. by Ron Bush. He was in Zombie Doomsday, Home Cook News, Pam and Tommy, and The Developers. Nice. In the woods, D, Frank, and Mac hold a funeral for a for the crow that they found. I want to bash you, Bunny. I wanna b- <laughs> I'm going to eat sweet, delicious meat. Have <laughs> yeah. you eat rabbit? Have you ever had a rabbit? No. No. People do eat rabbit, though. I mean, it's, I think it's fairly common. Yeah, I think it's fairly common, probably somewhere in the Midwest. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, but they can't kill that rabbit. It has Frank's soul. It Now, it it, it has taken Frank's soul. Yeah, it's like at confirmed some point. at this point. <laughs> it has Frank's And Frank has a homemade torch, which mm-hmm. is surprising they got that built. I mean, a torch yeah. is, you get to like dip it in something. like. So Frank has a torch. And, I mean, the car... The car probably works. I mean, the lights in the car. Right. Like, why, why, it, it's weird to me that they don't even, like, try to push operate the car. To operate the car, yeah. Do you notice the little tiny cross above the crow? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we have the crow just, like, in the, like, what, a pit of sand and dirt? And then we have, like, a tiny cross, <laughs> the crow. <laughs> and they, Frank does a little speech here about how, you know, he didn't like animals, but he likes them now. And one time he kicked the dog in the subway and it was a real jerk move and he's sorry. What sorry I kick- did that and I like animals you, now. What do you mean you kicked a dog in the in the subway? Like what do you, what did you do? <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah, why did that happen? 
Like, wh- like imagine kicking it. Like, what? Do you, what's wrong with you? It's a pretty vicious move. I mean, yeah, unless a, he was getting attacked by the dog. You know, yeah. he, he's right. It is a real jerk move. This way, D is like not like having like D is like so disconnected from anything Frank and Mac are doing this whole episode. Oh yeah, she's like tapped out. She questions where Charlie and Dennis are, saying like, "No, they're not coming back." Uh, and this is where Mac says, "Good night, sweet prince." <laughs> and, and, they... and I think that "Good night, sweet prince," you kings of Maine, kings of New 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 England or whatever. I think that's from Cider House Rules. Oh yeah, isn't that something? From a couple episodes ago? Yeah, Side House was a time oh. capsule. Oh, that's right. <laughs> it's like, good night, sweet prince. I think that's something from that movie. I'm not going to be wrong, but I think, I'm pretty sure. Oh, that's a good connection, Eric. Thank you. Uh, they start kicking the dirt. Even D starts doing it, like, reluctantly. We see uh, uh, Frank is wearing his Crocs. I, I guess, like, he just wears these, wears these all the time now. They just, like, wrote that. it into the show. Uh... The Frank's not singing Ave Maria. Do you know Ave Maria? Yeah, they played it like funerals and stuff, right? Yeah, it's like an Italian uh, death song. Oh, like Christian, like religious song. song. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so at the PSPCA animal charity event, Dennis and Charlie continue to say yes, and Charlie pretends to be Frank. So we get a quick little montage of all these people arriving and coming into the into the charity event. Yeah, the banquet event, whatever it is. Did you see all the ladies in the purple with the red hats? There's a lot of red hats there. Now, do you know? Are you familiar with the red hat? I was familiar with this before this episode, but are you familiar with what that what those people are? No, this is lost on me. What is, what is it? This is they are the they are the Red Hat Society, and the Red Hat Society is an international social organization that was founded in 1998 in the United States for women age 50 and beyond. But now it's open to women of all ages. This is their act. This is what it says on their Wikipedia, what their activities are. The society's events vary depending on the chapter, but common activities among red hatters include hosting tea parties, playing games, raising hell in local taverns, going to movies and theater events, traveling on excursions, and to larger RHS conventions. So it's just like a group of women. You can be any age now. If you're under 50, you're called a pink hatter. If you're 50 and over, you're a red hatter. And they wear red hats. Like the the, the <laughs> If you're under 50, you wear a pink hat and lavender clothes. And if you're over mm-hmm. 50, you wear a red hat and purple clothes. Interesting. Um, and it's just like a fun, just like like group that just does whatever. They kind of yeah, just kick around. Yeah, it seems around. like a social club. Yeah, it's just like a social club. Yeah. Um, sometimes they hang out, they do things. Yeah, and they just kind of have fun. It's a, it's it's supposed to, it's a, like, you know, the guiding idea behind the founding is like to remain silly and fun even to your old age. Hey, I have an idea. You do? That'd be yeah. a first. Time. That'd be a first. <laughs> we convince fiance Katie to infiltrate... <laughs> The Red Hat Society, right? We don't need to convince her. I already showed her this, and she wants to join. Like she, already, All right. she said well, she wants to join. This could be like a docu series. <laughs> yeah, that would be cool. <laughs> yeah, that would be cool. Um, it's just us interviewing her and asking her dumb questions about the society. That's what the <laughs> show is. Uh, but yeah, I just thought it was kind of funny. Or no, that was an in- awesome detail. Yeah, I just thought it was interesting that the the red hat ladies are in this episode and are at this con- this like charity event. They're mm-hmm. a real society thing. It's kind of cool. It turns out that Charlie won fifteen thousand dollars. 
Yeah, that's amazing, bro. Yeah. I thought I was teaching you today. Let me tell you something, my friend. You were <laughs> teaching me. What a great Charlie and Dennis. Like you never like I'm t- I think the World Series defense is like the last time I'm, I can remember them being together. Yeah, they don't get together often enough. No, it's so fun when they are together. Uh so they, they start coming over to the, the buffet and look, they got stuff Charlie's never seen before. And he points at some <laughs> asparagus. <laughs> Ross, are you familiar with asparagus? Yeah, I like asparagus. Yeah, asparagus is good. Now, this asparagus does not look good. It looks unseasoned. Yeah, looks a little like uh, loosey-goosey. Yeah. I like my asparagus to have a little bit of a crisp. Sure, like almost burnt. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's seasoned. uh, This looks like floppy and slimy. Well, Charlie starts grabbing him, just eating it with his hands. (laughs) And a woman comes up here, Deborah. You got anything on Deborah? Yes, Deborah is p- played by Tracy Toth. She was in like the Onion News Network. Uh, oh, cool. She was like an anchor n- for them for a little while. It was kind of like uh, one of her major things. She wants to know if Charlie is Frank Reynolds, and he says yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and he's gonna, you know, he donated so much money that she wants him to come up and say a few words. Yes. Joe, so we cut to the stage. Charlie's standing there with the asparagus in his hand, which is a great yeah. choice to keep it perfect. Now, As is. Now he's supposed to be playing like they think he's like a rich, like he's acting the role of like a crazy rich person. Like I kind yeah. like, like of like wouldn't be that of yeah wealthy guy, right? When it, it's not like that that weird what he's doing. It's kind of no, like, oh, this guy's he's so rich. rich. He, he does whatever. Like, yeah, he could do whatever he wants. Charlie gives his speech here, and uh, did you love this weird like? Shift in thoughts where he's like, "Yes, I want." He starts <laughs> talking about the word "yes," but first, let's talk about animals. Like it's like a shift. <laughs> yeah, it's it's great for the speech because it almost makes it seem like he's going to say something coherent. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> and I love Dennis fidgeting next to him. Like he's like making faces and like trying to like because because mm-hmm. Charlie starts talking about like empathizing with animals and right. He's like a kind of like a hype man in a way, but like in a quiet way. Yeah, but it looks like he's trying to contr- like kind of like not freak out when Charlie's talking mm-hmm. about the more weirder stuff. He's like, ah, <laughs> he's doing that like fake laugh thing. Yeah, he's also like <laughs> like bodyguarding. He's like, uh, <laughs> I gotta shut Charlie down at some point. Exactly. And Charlie's talking about living in the now. We gotta live in the now, and he's gonna live in the now right now. Another five thousand dollars. <laughs> Wouldn't that be such a fun thing to do? Oh my goodness, dude! That would be a yeah, it'd be a dream to be able to do something like that. Another five thousand dollars for the rats, and he throws it all out. I would love that, right? And we just came off of King of the Rats, where of course he's still feeling guilty. Yeah, and he bashed up a bunch of rats. Yeah, I guess Peta was actually on It's Always Sunny, like about this, because they thought they were making it seem like it's okay to just go bash rats. I mean, Charlie was messed up from it. That's true. He, he does show wa- the negative effects of bashing rats. Nobody's bashing rats. I yeah, mean, we talked really, about the episode, no. like, 200 corpses. It'd be like, <laughs> <laughs> no one's bashing rats. Like, it's a like, crime scene. <laughs> yeah. yeah, another $5,000 for the rats. And Dennis, that's too generous. <laughs> yeah, like, kind of saying, like, pump the brakes, dude. And I'm done. Yeah, and he's just done with this speech right there. I'm going to do that in the podcast one of these days. Mm, all right. <laughs> Halfway through, I'm just going to be like, I'm done. <laughs> well, no more show. 
And that's also another like eccentric like rich person thing. Right. When you're done, you're done. Well, well, per a request from Frank, they have a special surprise. Two All-Stars, Chase Utley and Ryan Howard. And, and Chase Utley asks Dennis, are you back? Uh, and and Dennis for a second looks at Charlie as like, should I say yes? Like, like, yeah, like kind of like Charlie, you're right about everything. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yes, I am. Uh, isn't it nice? Like Frank set this up. Yeah, this was like almost like um Christmas Frank. (laughs) Yeah, like this is like a real nice. This is a different level of nice. Yeah. So then we see a montage of Dennis and Charlie partying with Chase Utley and Ryan Howard. Mm-hmm. Glory Days by Bruce Springsteen starts playing. I was going to say, I couldn't find the name of the song or the artist. Uh, <laughs> the, but the incredibly it, it sounded famous, very familiar. The incredibly famous artist <laughs> of Bruce, the boss, Bruce Springsteen. Yeah, I surprisingly Spring- don't know any of his songs. Bruce Springsteen from Jersey, which is maybe mm-hmm. why the tie-in here. Oh, that's a, that is a good tie-in. The but lyrics, they do talk about baseball balls, the lyrics, right? Uh, t- the lyrics talk about <laughs> baseball and the music video. There's a bunch of baseball shit in it. So, yeah, it has something to do with baseball. <laughs> Springsteen, not really my style. Yeah, I, I know of him. I just, I, I never, I couldn't recall one of his songs. I guess this is one of them. Uh, They're chugging wine at first here. They're literally yeah, chugging, chugging glasses of Merlot, <laughs> I noticed. <laughs> yeah. Doing coin. Ch- doing a, a lot of, like, uh, callbacks and payoffs from previous episodes in this up, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's true. There's some tie-ins. They'll start doing like much more of that even later on seasons where they really pay off stuff. Uh, they do. They're they're watching a magician. There's a magician here, and they're watching him do some stuff. <laughs> yeah, they have like a little performer there doing some something with rings, right? Yeah, some ring thing. And uh, remember the time I hired a magician to come to Katie's birthday party? Oh yeah, what was that guy's <laughs> name? Oh, I forget. He was good too. That was fun. Yeah, he did a lot of like sleight of hand things with like cards and yeah, like uh, yeah. the red uh, puffy balls and. Oh yeah, he was doing that stuff. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. What else did he do? I forget. I remember he like put some piece of paper like up on like the wall like right when he started, and at the end it like said something. It like, was like I don't know. It was like some yeah. He did like one of those like callback jokes, like hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. here's you the thing. The I'm putting this here. Now. Yeah, right. It was fun. It was cool. cool. Uh, and then they start doing their own coin tricks. <laughs> yeah, Dennis does a, I found a coin behind your ear, Chase. Then <laughs> <laughs> Charlie tries to do it on Howard. <laughs> yeah, don't touch me. Uh, so do, should we talk a little bit about Ryan Howard and uh, Chase Utley here? Do you got anything interesting you want to mention about them? Uh, they both had long careers in Philadelphia, uh, which is probably why they're featured here. They also have a lot of like all-star and World Series champion accolades and stuff like that. Here's some stuff I pulled out. You know, I it's so interesting the nicknames, the stuff these people are called. Like, I don't know. It's interesting. Like, so Chase Utley's nickname, one of the, he has two of them. One of his nickname is Silver Fox, which Ooh. is pretty cool. Yeah. And his other nickname is so stupid. It's just the man. I'm, I'm looking at his Wikipedia page and I see that. It's so stupid. <laughs> the man. It's so boring and just like, what is that? Yeah, it's very generic. It's like they didn't try. Ryan Howard's nickname, though, is The Big Piece. Now is that awesome. is <laughs> yeah. super cool. Yeah. No, check this out. Check this out. This is interesting, I find. 
Mm-hmm. Howard is a major. Howard is Major League Baseball's all-time record holder for most times striking out four times in a game. Commonly, <laughs> commonly referred, commonly referred to as a golden sombrero. Wow, why? <laughs> why the golden sombrero? I I don't know, but his all-time record for striking out four times in a game. <laughs> so I mean, weird. So where the track that? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Usually you track good things, right? Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. He also appeared in Entourage in an episode and he was in the final season of The Office. Oh, cool. And Howard Another so Philadelphia did, show. Did you watch uh, I think Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Yeah, Pennsylvania show. Sorry. Um aren't you um uh did you watch The Office? Are you familiar with The Office? Yeah, vaguely, yeah. I watched a bunch. You know, intern Ryan? Yeah. BJ Novak? Yeah. His name is Ryan Howard in the show. And it says, it says Howard is acknowledged as the namesake of intern Ryan, who is in one episode, in an, who in one episode claimed to be Ryan Howard, the baseball player. <laughs> That's good. That's a great tie-in. Yeah. So he's like kicking around comedy at least. Oh, also Ryan Howard has written six children's books. Well, I mean... <laughs> That's just amazing. Yeah, it's, yeah, just uh, some in, uh, some interesting tidbits I found out about these guys. So yeah, it's back to the montage. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they're drinking. Do you notice they're sitting at the chimpanzee table? Uh no. It's what in the middle. Mean? Like you know, they're sitting at a round table and they're chugging all those beers with with the guys. Yeah. The table, like in the middle, it says like has a little card and it says chimp. It says chimpanzee table. Oh, As if man. there's like a polar bear table or whatever table. Right, right, right. No, that's that's a funny, cool concept. I like it. Uh, we got a shot of Charlie on the piano with a red hatter. Oh, yeah. And uh, do you know who that red hatter is? I do not. It's a very important red hatter. This is Charlie's grandmother, and she was 95 at the time. Whoa. I wonder if she actually is a red hatter, and that's why they had the, the ladies there and stuff. That would have been cool as hell. Like, imagine yeah. she, uh, they didn't mention that. In the commentary, they didn't say yeah. uh, she was a red hatter, though. Uh, then D- Dennis is acting insane. <laughs> like, what's <laughs> going on with Dennis specifically when he's <laughs> drunk? He's acting crazy. I think we're both going to talk about the same The like, bottle thing? thing? <laughs> yeah. So he has, like, a bottle upside down, and he slaps it with his hand, and it makes, like, a noise. Like, <laughs> what is he doing? I don't know. I don't I think know. that's the point. Like it was so dumb that they he had to do it. They're taking pictures, some Mets fans come in. And they kick him out. Oh yeah. Do you More know who co- those Mets fans are? No. Those Mets fans are Brian Swordberg and Sean Clifford. They are creative executive uh producers uh oh, on the show. That's cool. Yeah, get everybody yeah. in there. They, they they do this cool cut where like They'll be drinking and like the bottle will be changing. It'll be like, da, 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 like the way the cut, the, way yeah, the, the montages, yeah. like it's like just the Goes bottles to, are changing. Like a glass of wine to a bottle. Yeah. It, it should be noted that Ryan Howard and Chase Utley this whole time are drinking water. Right. Yes, they're drinking water, and we we see Dennis playing with uh, playing catch with Chase Utley. Yeah, having a catch. Wanted to do. <laughs> so as the montage fades. Dennis and Charlie are drunk wrestling, and Chase and Ryan take off. They get their shirts comp- open, just bare chest. 
<laughs> yeah, they, they're on the floor wrestling, and those people like try to clean up and stuff. Yeah, it's over. Clearly, it's over, over. and just just the floor of them while the wait staff like fix up the place. Yeah, they're, no, they're just playing. They're fine. They're just playing. I just saw you bite that dude. Yeah, it was a it was a fair bite. <laughs> and then, uh, Dennis, come on, you guys are wasted. Let's wrestle. Um, actually, we're completely sober. Yeah, but you com- guys drank a lot though. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, they're all excited about it. <laughs> it's what we do. <laughs> One of them says, it's what we do. So then Chase and Ryan take off. They only have $10,000 left. Only. Yeah, only now. I get, I know, only. But uh, they start thinking, like, um, you know, what what can we do? Because they don't want the night to end. They had some, such a good time. Yeah. But Dennis has an idea. And they cut to a private jet, and you hear them chanting, champagne, champagne. Yeah, they're seated in this private jet. They both got a nice leather chair and, like, a table in front of them with, like, a bowl of nuts. And then, How awesome uh, would this be? This would be the best. <laughs> and plus Penelope. You got anything on Penelope? Yeah, Penelope the stewardess is played by Natalie Cohen. She was born 1985 from Los Angeles. She was in a Maroon 5 video, like a music video, for Don't Want to Know. Okay. And she was in an episode of The League, Castle, Whitney, Two Broker Girls, and she gets a lot of, like, uh, beautiful woman roles, you know? Like, uh, we just need a beautiful woman in the scene to do a thing. Imagine, like, so you're, like, on this plane, you, mm-hmm. you, 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 me and you were sitting there, and there's a, there's a, there's, like, a, essentially a, a, a server, like, a, like, a, you're at a restaurant, like, yeah, a waiter. Yeah, you're, like, a private server. So it's like you're you're having like a diner like you're, it's like you have dinner in the air like you're going out to eat in the air it'd be so awesome yeah <laughs> I mean, quite the treat right yeah I mean it seems like it would be more than ten thousand dollars but who knows I mean it's a pretty quick uh, plane ride yeah that's true yeah but just I don't know ten thousand I feel like it would be like fifty grand or something I have to no even idea. get them to like pick the phone <laughs> up you know so inside the car in the ditch. Frank confesses he ate the crow, and they decide to not wait for Dennis and Charlie. Tearing up Frank's insides. Staring me up inside. I love, like, Frank in pain or discomfort. <laughs> yeah. Like, he really shows it well. He dug it up and ate it. Like, what do you mean, raw? Like, <laughs> what are you talking about? And that's pretty much uh, Mac's question, right? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I ate the crow. So Dee's like, all right, forget this. We got to walk. We just got to walk. So then, on a private plane, Dennis sends Mac a text. And Charlie's sad, you know, because it's over. He doesn't want it to be over. Yeah, well, all good adventures must come to an end at some point. And Charlie is so drunk. Like, the way I love, like, Charlie Day oh, He's, like, acting. hunched over. Like, his eyes are closed. And just, yeah, and the way he talks, how he slurs, like, it's like... I don't. I don't think I could do that. Like I don't know how you mm-hmm. get in that headspace of like not make it seem obvious. obvious. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they're still drinking too, by the way. They're yeah, they have <laughs> <or> champagne. <laughs> yeah, champagne. And you know what would be awesome? He takes Charlie's phone, and mm-hmm. yeah, he starts sending him something. We don't. I'm not really sure what yet, but they're laughing. You can uh, send photos over a burner phone. <laughs> um, I you know those old phones you could send a photo. Yeah. Yeah. It, they low res pick. Yeah, it was crazy low res and stuff. But you could, I think. As D, Frank, and Mac are walking down the road, D frees Peter, Peter, Nickel Eater, and Mac gets a text. So yeah, D, uh, D likes this bunny now. She's like in love with this little thing. It's become her pet. 
She's going to take it back to the bar. She's going to give her carrots. And it turns out she named it Peter Peter Nickel Eater because it tried to eat a nickel. You know, this is the second time they've named an animal Peter. Oh, the horse? Yeah, remember Peter Nincompoop? Oh, yeah. What's and up with that? And then we have Peter Peter Nickel Eater. I don't know. I'm not saying it's a trend. It's just weird. Well, coincidental. Well, once is an accident, twice is a coincidence, but three times is a pattern. That's true. So we'll if we learned we'll... anything from saying yes for eight years. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but Frank is done liking animals. He doesn't like yeah. animals. Yeah. And I love Mac laying it out. Like, you know, it's, like, it's not the animal's fault. You ate like maggot rancid meat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And he wants Dee to set the rabbit free. And when she does here, do you notice it's like a completely different rabbit that's hopping away? It's like so much smaller. Mm-hmm. And what is this thing that sweeps down? Is this a is this a I hawk? Think it's a hawk. Yeah. But doesn't it sound like an eagle screeching? I could be wrong though. I mean, I wouldn't be able to decipher the difference between an eagle screech <laughs> and a uh, hawk screech. And you know what? And now that I think about it, I can't either. <laughs> I, I think I would have a, a hard large time. bird of war came down. <laughs> there we and go. Stole the rabbit. A, some sort of bird of war comes down and, and picks up the rabbit. You know that was um, all faked. Yeah, CGI. It's kind of obvious. Yeah. So what they did was they, they had a rabbit hop, and then they had an eagle swoop in and pick up food, and they just like mm. kind of edited it together that way. That's cool. Yeah. So it is a hawk. Uh, it was Shackman's idea. Really? Yeah. The Shack is back, baby. <laughs> This is where Mac's phone goes off, mm-hmm. and we get a look here, and it's a picture of the of them with the baseball players. Yeah, Dennis and uh, Chase Utley. We get Mac's POV of looking at the phone, which is yeah. cool. And Mac says the words, no. And then, and then the next text is, yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then the music kicks in. Glory days. Uh, and then Byron comes driving up. Yeah, he makes a reappearance. If it was like an improv scene, like a Harold or something, and like that's right, exactly bring everything back. Yeah, for the button. Byron's back, and you guys need a ride. Yeah, they do. And oh, hey, you, Mister Huddy. <laughs> Mac points to himself, and he's kind of confused. <laughs> yeah, it's the end of the episode. Ross, what's your favorite character? Byron. Yeah, me too. Byron, of course. Favorite scene. Uh, Byron. Yeah, the first time they're in the truck. Byron, right. the first time they're in the truck. And what's your favorite line? You can't take that back, Byron. <laughs> My favorite line is, sucked on by you. And the way he like, pauses. like That's his whole thing. I, I will not suck on you or be sucked on by you. <laughs> uh, a close second for me was Byron's uh, I got cash in my pocket I got oh, yeah, desire in my heart it. line yeah, yeah. just because it's so like it's a great delivery it's so awkward oh, it's, it's so like, good and that brings us to the always sunny wiki trivia challenge these are three trivia facts one of them is from the website the, the always sunny like wiki for this episode mm-hmm. and the other two are made up by me Ross please Tell me the correct one that is actually on the website, the wiki, the Always Sunny wiki. Okay. Number one, Danny DeVito spent time as a lot lizard in his early 20s. Number two, the casino from this episode, Harris Casino, is the same casino as in the movie Casino. Oh, boy. <laughs> Number three, according to this Always according to the It's Always Sunny podcast, Byron the Trucker was initially cast with actor michael madison who failed to show up due to uh, abruptly leaving the country for financial reasons 
Tom Sizemore was a last-minute replacement and earned kudos from the cast and crew for his performance. Oh, I'm going to have to go number three. <laughs> yeah, Russ, they already are starting to put on Sunny Podcast trivia. Which is cool. The, onto the wiki. So someone's updating this fairly regularly. Recently, yeah. I, I hope whoever's updating this, hey, do you listen to us? What's up? <laughs> Yeah, I like I your website. Any, it's always sunny cast trivia. <laughs> well, I mean, we, how good we don't we can never possibly add anything. We can only regurgitate. Nor would we go back to see if anyone has inserted anything that we've <laughs> said <laughs> into an older episode. We haven't said anything about the future episode, so <laughs> there's true. nothing really to report. We'll never yeah. come by it. Yeah, we'll never come by. It's a good point. But uh, I just thought that was interesting on the always sunny. The always sunny wiki is really good, by the way. Like it's it's. The breakdowns of stuff and the, the the trivia is always so much better on the wiki than the IMDb. The uh, fandom. Yeah, com. I don't. What are those called? Like they're like. Oh yeah, fandom. Yeah, you're right. Fandoms. A series, right? Yeah, like every like everything has it. Like there's like a Game of Thrones sub wiki. You know what I mean? It's like a mm-hmm. wiki just dedicated to that. Like this is a Wikipedia just dedicated to Always Sunny. Yeah. Right. Fandom. It's you're pretty right. comprehensive. Fandom. Yeah, it's pretty good. Oh, it's great. Oh yeah, definitely. They certainly do what IMDb doesn't. I'll tell you that. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so yeah, so Ross, let's get our final thoughts on this episode. Do you want to split this episode open like a coconut, or you will not suck on this episode, or be sucked on by this episode? I'd like to split this episode <laughs> in like a coconut. I I would I would slip into a room with this episode and <laughs> make it turn me into Swiss cheese. Wow. It's <laughs> pretty intense. Yeah, it's funny. I mean, it's funny. I mean, some Is people it the... like it, but you want to be turned into Swiss cheese by it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's not like uh, the greatest episode of the season, but it no. does its job. No, I mean, it's pretty interesting that we get, like, some guests on the episode. We, yeah. We get them outside the bar. We get, like, uh, the Charlie uh, Dennis team up. The, the... Um, they actually win. Which is interesting because usually all our characters don't win. Yeah, Charlie um, so and Dennis get, get away with it. Yeah, it's very different from a lot of the other yeah, cause, episodes. Yeah, because typically they would like lose all their money or something and get stranded exactly. as well or something. Uh, yeah, and I mean the Byron stuff is so funny. I mean, just mm-hmm. those two clips alone are like it's very standout that Byron stuff. And it's, acting, like, we have like a character actor just like popping in. You know? When was the last time we were like that taken with a guest star? Like, like Jan. Jan, I was gonna say Jan too. I, I, I think about that guy him. all the time. Like, me too. I it's such a mistake we don't have him. <laughs> yeah, I think like he should definitely be on the bench, like a hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, well, all right. I guess uh, Ross, what do we get going on next time? Next time we have D gives birth, and this is a uh, finale of the season. So. Hey, season finale. Made it. Nice, yeah. Another season down the drain. I feel like we've been doing this for two years. <laughs> it's been three, <laughs> and it feels like ten. I mean, th- I mean just this season. Oh. <laughs> like, think about earlier, like, the first couple of episodes of the season. Like, seems like they were years ago. Well, usually we're finished by this time of the year. Oh, yeah. Like, we've yeah, just yeah. wrapped up, but we got a late start to this year, so we're well, about uh, a behind a month or so. So, Eric, uh, what can we expect from D Gives Birth? We can expect quite a bit of guest stars. We're going to have our hands full of guest stars. That's right. We're going to have a lot of reoccurring characters. Uh, we can expect Dennis quoting the, what is it, Nordic gods? Norse. I believe, the yeah. Norse gods. That's right. Uh, yeah, Dennis coming down on you like the gust of a thousand winds. winds. 
we can have D pretty careless about her situation. Yeah, we get uh, weekend Bernie's. Uh, oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> action. <laughs> I'm not dead. <laughs> yeah, weekend of Bernie's going on there. Uh, we should watch Weekend of Bernie's. We always say that and never watch the thing. That's a great movie. I I still think it's very There's funny. There's no way that holds up. There's not possible. <laughs> I think it's funny for a physical comedy. <laughs> what was the last time you saw it? Like 30 years ago? I don't know. Maybe 10 years ago. But at uh. the time, I was like, this is still kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sure. But uh, yeah, this is a great episode, obviously. It's a kind of a famous episode, I would say. People know this one. Yeah. We're going to yeah. get some Dunkin' and everything. Yeah, yeah, we get the uh, Lil Kev. Lil Kev. We get Ben the Soldier. The soldier. Yeah. We get the uh, chef from <laughs> the Korean restaurant. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. We get um, Bill Ponderosa. Oh, Pondy. We get Pondy. Rex. This is where Pondy. This is where Pondy like becomes Pondy when he asks. He offers Frank the Coke and shit. <laughs> yeah, he could have like his character like opens up a little bit. We get a better understanding of uh, Ponderosa in this and, one. And cricket, we haven't seen cricket in forever. Cricks. Yeah. So yeah, looking forward to it. Well, well, all right, everyone, thank you so much for listening to this episode. We hope you you join us for the season finale. Uh, I would say we have something special planned, but we don't. No, we don't. <laughs> Not yet. Not yet. We'll try to figure something out. I mean, it'll probably be a longer episode. Yeah, it might be longer. Uh, I'm hoping for a guest. I'm hoping for a guest. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. And uh, <laughs> I don't care one way or the other, quite frankly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, me too. I'm like, whatever. <laughs> we have one. We have one. No. Uh, well, yeah, thank you, everyone. And I guess until we meet again for the season finale, mm-hmm. a good, good day, day to use. use. The Always Sunny cast is in no way endorsed or affiliated with It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, the FXX Network, or Philadelphia. The views and thoughts expressed in this podcast are of Eric Regan and Ross Northrup. If you enjoy this podcast as much as we enjoy making it, please subscribe, rate, review, and pass it on. If you'd like to reach out, you can email us at alwayssunnycastpod at gmail.com or stay in touch with us by following our Instagram account at the Always Sunnycast Pod. We'll see you next time.